Hey guys, Dan Waltram here. Welcome to the uh, Edgy Conversations podcast. I'm excited that you're back. It's been a couple days uh, since I've been able to get on the mic. It feels like all kinds of, well, it's been last minute preparations and planning and strategy and ideas and unexpected surprise and delight for awesome Palooza. And uh, so I popped my head out and said, you know what? I need to, I need to, I've got four or five thoughts in my notebook. Yes, I do take notes, write them down, and then when I get on the mic, I know exactly, well, not exactly, but kind of, sort of, exactly what I'm going to say to you. And where I want to start today is this idea about wealth building. You know, all month of April, we, we talked about wealth and, and money and, and, and how to make more money and, and what, you know, the spiritual side of money and, and kind of the delicate balance between kind of an obsession with making money and obsession with really balance and priorities and all of that. And that's something that that over time, your perspective changes. That's important to realize in this entire discussion. What worked for you in the past won't work for you now. This stems from a conversation I had with somebody in the the audience, uh, John LaRocca. If you don't know John, John's in the the community. He um, used to be a Hollywood agent, and now he works a different business that he's in now. But but um, kind of the neat, you know, the, the quirky, neat thing about, about John is, you know, he managed, discovered, you know, amazing actresses like Demi Moore and uh, just like a really cool person. But he, he, he was asking me about, uh, you know, Awesome Palooza and some different things we were going through. And I said to him, the challenge was, for him, was I want to find some magic. What's the magic? And by the way, it wasn't quick or easy shortcuts, what he was saying is, what's that distinct differentiating thing that propels me like mightily? Instead of just, you know, inching along, what's that one thing that I could be doing, should be doing, might be doing that would allow me to 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 jump up a couple levels? And I thought, well, that's interesting. And so he challenged me further. And he said, you know, well tell me, you know, you're this whiz kid or you, you know, you started these companies at an early age. What is it? And, and, and this ties into my discussion about money because, you know, the things that I used to do, I wouldn't recommend them to anyone else. Isn't that crazy? The, the, the hard-nosed, hard-charging, stop-at-nothing, high-collateral damage sort of approach that I used to have, I, I look back and go, I'm grateful that I had it because it allowed me to get to where I am, but it's not something that I would recommend at all to anyone else. By the way, this is also fascinating because I'm someone who reads a lot of books, and and so you 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 read time capsules of advice. I wrote Edgy Conversations back in 2010 to 2014. It's 2018 right now. Man, I'm excited as I write this next book, but it's different. It's better. It's more. I don't know. It feels like it's got a different set of flavors in it, and it it, it kind of showcases. Similar material, similar concepts, kind of the next level of edgy, which is awesome, and it just it portrays it in a way that 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 it probably mirrors a lot of the journey and the lessons that I've learned getting to where I am today. And I think John's question is something that's timely in two different ways. Number one, because we continued this conversation, I was driving down the road, and together we were just we we spent fifteen twenty minutes just chatting about the event that's coming up, and kind of next steps for both of us. What's interesting is that 
you know, as we were kind of bantering back and forth, I said, you know, part of the magic that I would still recommend to this day is being uncomfortable, being uncomfortable, being uncomfortable, uncomfortable. Even saying it is uncomfortable. It kind of makes you, I don't know, tense up a little bit. Hairs on your arm go up, being uncomfortable. No one wants to be uncomfortable. I mean, it's funny. You'd rather get injured and hurt than you would to be uncomfortable. You know, it's like you'll break a leg and 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 that'll you'll be in a cast and you'll be hobbling around and 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 you know, you'd rather have that pain than you would to go to the gym for 30 days in a row so that you can lose 10 pounds. And by the way, I'm not just saying you, like I'm calling you out. This is all of us. This is me too, right? We we have this. I don't know. We we just discussed. We have. We do. We just don't want to be uncomfortable. And a ch- the challenge with money is to grow it, to invest it, to turn it from a small amount into a larger amount. You have to be willing to be uncomfortable. Uh, in other words, you know, you might have to change what you eat, right? Because that would maybe balance out your your grocery budget a little bit better. You might have to be uncomfortable with what you wear. Right, you instead of shopping someplace fancy, you might have to shop someplace less fancy. I've told you this before. My father was a very high level government official, very high level, and he would go shop at Salvation Army, and I never understood it. I never understood it. Had lots of money, would shop at Salvation Army, but but now I understand. I understand a piece of it. It's he was willing to be uncomfortable to get to where he wanted to be, to help his family, to make sure that we were all taken care of. Underneath all of the, the comfort that we were have, having, experiencing, was him being willing to be uncomfortable. And that's a, that's a big part of this, is that, well, we talk about, oh, you know, what I'm willing to do, I'm going to do it all. You know, there's no one's going to stop me. I'm going to plow through these obstacles. I'm going to own the day. The truth is, if you're not willing to be uncomfortable, which is which is a personal choice, it's a personal choice. Man, everything you do is going to be is going to be hard. It's going to be hard. And, and to be to be frank with you, building wealth of any type, whether it's emotional wealth, financial wealth, spiritual wealth, won't come until you're willing to be uncomfortable. Uh, I, as I was running, of course, you guys know I'm a voracious reader. <laughs> I was reading the story, uh, I think that The Power of Habit was the book I was reading. And in The Power of Habit, uh, I'll get the author here. I'm looking up on my phone while I'm talking to you. In The Power of Habit, he talks about Rick Warren. Of course, Rick Warren wrote the book, Purpose Driven Life. At one time, he had the largest church in, in, in I think maybe, well, at least a country as an evangelical, but talked about how as a right out of seminary for a couple of years, he was struggling and, and, um, and broke. And, and Charles um, Duhigg, who wrote The Power of Habits, talks about the, the fact that he went to the library and found a book that was talking about growing parts of the country. And one of them was Saddleback, California. And so he went to Saddleback and created this church he was passionate about that area, but he could never figure out how to minister to people right. And then he figured out the power of the small group. And he started this practice where people in the church would get together with other people in the church and they would begin to solve their problems and begin to you know, develop these Christ-like habits. And what's interesting about this is that as I'm listening to this, 
I don't know about you, but when you hear advice from people who've done the biggest thing or the best thing or the fastest thing, I, I try to take away notes. Not that I can be like them, but maybe there's some smart lessons that I can learn. And he talked about the power of being uncomfortable. Another thing that I think that matters is this, the details. It's easy to shrug off the tiny things. It's easy to say the details don't matter, especially with your finances. Oh, you know, I just spent $5 here. Oh, I just spent $7 here. Oh, I just spent, you know, $42 here. It wasn't a $3,000 computer. It wasn't a $17,000 trip to Rome. It was just this, this tiny little thing. But in, in every business and every conquest uh, of sport, and in, in, in every winning story that I ever have read or researched for books or for blogs, I find the details to be one of the most surprisingly obsessive things that winners pay attention to. Let me give you an example. For a long while in cycling, believe it or not, the French team was pretty uh, lackluster. It was. It was okay, just wasn't incredible. And they decided to do something about it. And what they did about it was interesting. They brought in a brand new coaching team. And instead of trying to go after, like, we're going to find the next Lance Armstrong, this, you know, some guy who's a warrior who's going to lead our team to greatness, the new coaching staff of the French uh, cycling team told them that we were going to make a goal of 1% improvement everywhere. How can we sleep 1% better? How can we you know, be more aerodynamic 1% more? How can we have 1% better nutrition, 1% better hydration? And, and they went through every single area where cyclists would, would, would normally just shrug those things off as like, yeah, there's not, there's not a big enough gain to pay attention to it. And they began to obsess about it. And I think that's 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 a similar challenge for you. For example, if you haven't used something like Mentit.com to analyze every expenditure that you have in your bills, then you might be surprised at the details that are costing you real opportunity. For example, over a year, you're probably spending two to three thousand dollars on expenditures that are eh, they're just too tiny. See, two thousand dollars is only $200 a month, which is really only $50 a week. That's it. And if you think about it, $50 a week is just something that you, you quickly throw together and spend money on. You don't even think about it. It's not something that you, you challenge. You say, it's fine. It's coffee here. It's a drink here. It's not a big deal. And then when an opportunity to go on that trip comes up or an opportunity to donate to a cause that you're passionate comes up or when you find yourself stuck because an opportunity everything from bitcoin to a franchise to you know maybe it's just starting your own home-based business and you need some startup funds those opportunities come and go and you're still talking about i wish i would have had the opportunity so i want to challenge you on the details by the way some of you have always said you know I really like how professional all of your stuff looks. You know, I go to your website, it looks clean. We look at your landing pages, we look at this, and we like your photographs, we like all of this. You know, none of that's an accident. It's all about the details. It's about obsessing about, I don't like that color of red. Believe it or not, and this is a small window into the craziness of the edgy empire, we used to have a different shade of red. It's a little bit darker than what we do now. 
And I thought it was a little depressing. And I wanted a, a shade of red that wasn't lipstick, you know, dark red. It was a brighter like Ferrari red. And so we went and looked at different shades and finally settled on the color that we have now. And many of you might not have ever noticed that. Or some of you who have come into the empire after we've changed up things might, might have only paid you know, minimal uh, notice to that. But for us, it made a big difference. And for the community and the feedback, it made a big difference. And, and, and that's the power of, of details like that, mastering the details. Powerful conversation with John as he pushed me to, to kind of share with him the magic. Where did it come from and what was it? And with finances, it comes back to these two simple areas. Number one, quite simply, the magic of being uncomfortable. Can you run around a track one more time? Simply. Can you do it one more time? Can you sacrifice for one more day? Can you give up coffee for one more Starbucks run, right? What is it that you're willing to do? And it's going to be uncomfortable so that you get closer to where you want to be. At the end of the day, let me go back to where I started. And it's this. Wealth is a mindset. You're wealthy now, whether you have the money in your bank account or not. Listen to me. You're wealthy now, whether you have the money in your bank account or not. In truth, you could be absolutely broke, but have a bank account spilling out of gold bars. And why is that? Because it's your mindset that ultimately determines your happiness. It's your mindset that determines your wealth. It's your mindset that gets you to where you want to be. What are you thinking about? Part of what you need to be thinking about is uncomfortable. Where am I not willing to be uncomfortable? And then the second thing is, what are the details that I'm ignoring? Think about that. Let that kind of chew. Well, you chew on it. Don't let it chew on you. <laughs> chew on it for the next day or two. What is it that you're not willing to be uncomfortable doing? Or where in your life are you not willing to be uncomfortable? What's that line you've drawn to say, mm, any more than this, and, and it's just not something I'm willing to do? Think about that. That's the limit of the upward edge of your greatness. Because if you can't sacrifice, if you can't take the time to master the, the details, then unfortunately, you're never going to be across the finish line of, of whatever you set as your goal for success. We're going to move on in the next month to the idea of being valuable, giving value. Preface this, a lot of these topics have been about your personal life and your professional life. The idea of giving value is one that I'm going to spend a lot of time focusing on in your professional life. I think giving value is probably the single greatest business strategy I've ever uncovered, and I want to share it from a business context with you. Can you give value in your personal life? Absolutely. But I hope that I want to be more direct and specific in these lessons. It's going to be a lot about business. I'm excited because whether you work for somebody else, you work for yourself, or, or you're doing both at the same time, um, which is a lot of you, I think there's a lot of value I can bring you, and I'm excited about that. Announcements? Yes. Jump into the group. If you're not already in the Edge Empire of Awesomeness, come on. This is where a lot of people are, are sharing insights and nuggets. I'm doing things where if you've got a business question or a concern or a strategy, something with insight, I'm jumping in there and, and providing you know questions and answers for you as well all the time. It's my way of one, staying sharp, and two, being able to provide a lot of value for you as well. Awesome Palooza is, I can't wait to share with you 
uh, insights and notes. If you're going to Awesome Palooza, have been to Awesome Palooza, or want the notes and video recap from Awesome Palooza, uh, there will be more information at awesomepalooza.com. Meanwhile, listen, heads down, heads down. You're heading into the month of May. Listen, this now is the time as you wrap up a school year. If you've got kids in school, they're about ready to break free, head into summer. If, if it's for you, Memorial Day is right around the corner and you're thinking between now and then, what's one goal I can accomplish? I think you think about what we talked about today. What is it that you can do to be uncomfortable to get you where you want to be? And what are the details that you're missing? You master those two by Memorial Day. Just a few weeks away, you'll be so much closer, so much happier, and have a story to tell. Man, that's a story I want to hear.